What's up, Thumpers? Welcome back to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper Rabbit Power Go. The OGs are back. Welcome back to me. I'm back. <laughs> but y'all held, it down. y'all held it down last year. I, I feel proud that you were paying attention and commenting <laughs> on, our, on our conversation. Listen, it was my favorite YouTube that I watched this week. It sounds biased, but I, I swear to God it was. I really do. Like, yeah. you got, y'all were hilarious. It was so funny when you were saying stuff. That um, as I as I was watching, I was like, "That's what I would have said." And then yeah. you guys were like, "This is what Hector would have said." And I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's right." Anyway, everybody who's watching knows you guys are the best. So that was great. So thank you for having an entertaining what hour just, forty minutes. I don't episode. know how we pulled that off, and we, it didn't feel like that. We finished that, and we were like, "There's no way we talked yeah. for an hour and forty minutes." It that did was not no feel like way. that. I went and I looked, and I was like, yeah. "We talked for an hour and forty minutes." Jeez, yeah. it was that great. was a long episode. But you're right; it did not feel that long. Yeah, like, like even for us. <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're welcome. Zach. You're welcome. Sorry, sorry. Brought that sorry. enthusiasm. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I was yeah. ex- I'm excited. I'm excited, excited to be back. I'm well, just welcome. excited, Hector. But we're not the same without you. So oh. welcome back, buddy. Thank you so much. Everybody's Thanks. excited to have this you. This is home. Too. You've been it's doing. Home. You've been doing yeah. some uh, some uh, press junket runs and all little that bit, kind of stuff. A little yeah. bit. Went and saw Godzilla King of the Monsters. Yeah. yeah. Went and saw yeah. Brightburn. Did y'all see Brightburn? I did. Yeah, we saw last week. You would like it a lot. I know I would. You would like it a lot. That's one that I have to watch. I was surprised that I just. I'm gonna say one thing. I'm gonna say one thing. Uh-huh. I'm not trying to spoil this movie. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say one word. Okay. That is going to light me maybe up. Maybe change the game. But this is the thing. Okay. I, I don't know if it's been like expressed enough in uh-huh. the in the marketing for Brightburn or uh-huh. when people are talking about it. Demonic. Ooh, interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Like not yeah, necessarily, but just like the feet. I was like, yeah. oh, so like, uh-huh. like it's going straight horror movies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I am all you would, in. You would like it. In yeah, one like I liked. I liked Brightburn quite a bit. Uh, mm-hmm. It wasn't as scary as some of the marketing made it seem out to be, mm-hmm. uh, but I still really enjoyed it. I thought it was still very enjoyable. It's a nice spin and a nice twist on the superhero mm-hmm. genre. And it was yeah. violent, I thought the performances like, were really good. It was violent, but like fun violent sometimes. There, like was some, funny, there was fun, some crazy stuff that happened, But though. like also super, yeah. like, ugh, like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Poor Hector. Okay. Poor yeah. Hector. I keep hearing nothing but good things. Yeah, it was so good. I'm I'm so down to watch this. I just have not had time, which is yeah. nice. mm-hmm. and then Godzilla was just so much fun. <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> and just fun and just crazy. And uh th- yeah, it's been so interesting to to see the feedback from people online mm-hmm. counter to what people were saying in twenty fourteen with mm-hmm. the first Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. This one basically just kind of starts and you're like, Okay, cool, this is just an action crazy monster yeah. bash fest for two and a half hours. That's what I love. And that's why I can't wait to <laughs> it watch it. It was fun. I had yeah. a good time. Yeah. My favorite thing about the new Godzilla movie is that uh, it made me go back and rewatch and re-fall in love with Kong Skull Island. Mm-hmm. If y'all haven't seen it in a minute, if y'all haven't yeah. seen it in the two years that since it's come out, movie. go back and actually watch that again because in g- getting hyped for this MonsterVerse thing, I watched Godzilla, watched Kong Skull Island, and then watched Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. And Kong Skull Island is far and away my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like people kind of slept on that movie a little bit. I think it's kind Uh, of secretly brilliant in places. And I love the director and I love the cast and I love Kong. And and it's getting me hyped because I'm like, look, uh, there's a lot of problems in the world right now that are real. But and it's tough to like it's tough to just kind of live in that. What's not tough is to take on dumb bullshit rivalries <laughs> that don't matter. And my favorite is Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. even with a rivalry that might be a little bit too close to home for me, which is like Iron Man versus Cap right. or Superman versus Batman, right. and movies that are based around that, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't want them it's to stressful. fight. <laughs> yeah, it's it's stress- stressful. But this, uh-huh. I'm like, Kong is gonna. 
fuck him up. I'm like, I'm going full bore like Team Kong. I'm like, Kong's my dude. He's my dude. He's the real king. So if this was like Godzilla's a professional a piece sporting of shit, event, I would be like, would be I would be like, it. Kong is like, I don't know, John Cena and Godzilla's uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, some idiot. Like some, no. not some even close. Idiot. Not even close. But just, it's really fun. Like I was already yeah. like chatting yeah. or I was like tweeting with a with a, a friend of mine on Twitter about it because she's like a big Godzilla fan. And it's fun to like, it, that's tease, fun because it's not real people, to me. Yeah. yeah, to like tease it. But um, it, it, the, the new one made did make me hyped for next year's yeah. movie because I, because again, going back and watching Kong Skull mm-hmm. Island, I'm like, I've always been a King Kong guy. Yeah. He's the underdog. He's the American. <laughs> USA. <laughs> <laughs> well, wow. he's not actually. He's, he's not, an immigrant no. brought he's over from yeah. Skull yeah, Island. Exactly. But you know uh, how but that's you, an American too. Yeah. But you know yeah. how Godzilla versus Kong is going to end. They're going to team up, of course, against somebody Mothra. else. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Who knows? Um, they're going I mean, to, we know. That we, I, I think I might have an idea. <laughs> uh, but the they're still okay. going to be. A, it's okay. going to be interesting to see how they because each of those versus movies I mentioned, Iron Man versus Cap, yeah. Batman versus Superman. Anytime they do one of those, they have to kind of. Not let one of them full on win. Of course, they have to. Right, right. Because right? be death compromise for somebody else. I, yeah. I will yeah. argue that in in Cap Civil War, Iron Man kind of did win, kind of, but he still sort of like um, uh, 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 morally lost. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like an interesting how they like I mean, like he won because he ended up being right and right, on the side right, of right. the winners, which is the government and yeah, like the yeah. uh, the Sokovia Accords. And he got the shield back, so yeah, he won. He won physically. He got his ass beat. Being though. capped, yeah, he got his ass beat and like emotionally got his ass yeah. beat. Yeah, right, exactly. Where Steve did get have the higher ground and yeah. was able to say, "If you ever need me," you know. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, Steve, but really, Steve nobody won. won in that situation. Yeah, but really. in Kong Skull Island, it's going to be interesting how they do it. Yeah. We won as fans. I mean, as because we got Civil War. Yeah, we won. Yes. I'm rooting for. Oh, I cannot wait for Kong to kick the shit out of that scaly Gila <laughs> Son monster. Son of a bitch! That stupid little salamander. He's just he gonna must like, be Latvian, not Japanese. Oh, right, exactly. <laughs> well, this just means that Kong is going be. to have to grow enormously. Oh, in you size. don't know? If you watch Kong Skull Island, they explicitly state he's still an adolescent. Oh, I know. He's still uh, growing. <laughs> it's so I stupid. Know. So it's gonna be interesting to see, like, yeah, when Kong shows up, like, it'll be. They, they be l- eye to eye. They lather those references on in this yeah, movie. They yeah. like. Mm-hmm. L- they're like, in case you forgot, this mm-hmm. is connected. And you're like, like Here I you get go. it. Mm-hmm. You Here buttered you my go. bread enough. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, but if you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much. Make sure you guys jump over to the YouTube channel to check out everything that we're doing on the YouTube channel. If you're on the YouTube channel, we do have a podcast. You can get it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, every single podcast platform that's available. Uh, also, they announced today that iTunes is going to be gone. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Which what is does that like, mean? Well, they're going to basically just replace it with Apple Music, with an Apple yeah. Music So app. your music's probably not going away. Yeah. It's, it's going to live in a new, new app, basically. Really, that's what it is. So, but there's, no, there's not going to be an iTunes store. I'm sure there will I think, still be. An I think what they're going to do is they're going to basically the Apple Music store. Yeah, I think yeah. they're basically just going to split it up. I can still get music there. Yeah. Yes. And then where my yes. movie's going to live? On iMovies or whatever? I think it's going to be like Apple TV, like some new app for the yeah, computer. Yeah, they're just kind of like rearranging If my yeah. shit doesn't transfer, and it's all, it's like. It's I can't imagine them doing that to yeah. customers. It's that weird, would be too, horrible. because because you know this. I have this weird specificity where I don't just download He's the. So look, out now. I'm oh, stressed out. I'm stressed. Homie, I went through, and all my Marvel albums, I had to rename all the titles as Marvel Studios Why? 1 through 22 just so they fit in release for sure. order. But even then, you're still going off of. They're still in the cloud? 
right? Because you didn't, some of you, them. Some, some of, of them, them are downloaded. So I'll download an album, right? Yeah. Like this new, like the Avengers Endgame score. Right. Yeah. But I'm the psychopath that goes in and downloads the songs sure. that are in the movie. The movie no, yeah. Not on this. You know, yeah. I put those. Yeah. I tack, tack them on to the end. If this shit reboots me, and they're like, "Welcome to Apple Music," they're gonna put this song over here and this song. You know what I'm saying? And I'm it's like, possible. "No, no, 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 no." That's it's possible. I, that's the downside of using uh, Apple Music. Yeah. I, that's why I, d- I buy and download my songs. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I have it. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to you don't get to keep it on the cloud. <laughs> you don't get to I make my it. albums for me, baby Seriously. girl. Not today, Satan. Not God, today, Satan. Get out of here, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I, I mean know, he did. I'm I'm an anti Apple guy, so I don't <laughs> no. have these problems. I get it, man. Can you do all that stuff on Spotify? Yes. Okay, cool. You can now download you your songs, mm-hmm. you can have them offline, mm-hmm. you can do all that stuff. So you can make playlists, but you know, you can download you can download all your songs if you want. Can you change can you change the album art? Probably not. No, you can't. <laughs> can't do it. Can't yeah, do but Hector, I made custom not a lot Albemarle. of people have their iPods mm. still. So. Yeah, I know. They're yeah, exactly. losers. Do you, does Spotify have every song ever? No, because I've searched. Like, There's been instances where- And they also where just released a new iPod, didn't they? I think so. Is there a no. new iPod? A new iPod Touch. I think they announced. <gasps> oh. I think they did like a new one. Because this in Hector. my pocket is apparently the last iPod ever made. This is supposed to be the last the, one. Like the last generation Last generation. Made, right? They yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. making. The ones they've done after this are just yeah. like, it's in your watch. Like I'm like, no, right. no, no, no. I need this. Like I need 80 gigs right now. No, we have Apple Watch But I'm kind of the same way though like i've been i've been thinking about it. i'm like do i just want to get a device that just has all my music because yes. i love it that's See, the way to do it i didn't like that like in the long run just driver. because i would always put shuffle on to try to listen to music that i don't mm. listen to all the time mm-hmm. and it would always play the same goddamn sure. music you that's guys they have to you have to load up a device with like you know ten thousand songs yeah. I no know, I, I have know, twelve thousand in my itunes library. i get it listen Sheesh. itunes ipods they're metaphors for life it's a work in progress it will never be completed it's about constantly collecting things as you go as your life changes and then you can look back on it in it's memory lane but it's not about you know clicking a button and being like i want every song ever it's about <laughs> life it's like you've life. attached a lot to this i have to the I meaning <laughs> of an ipod i know man i have i know do not have that attachment I know. Uh, poor guy. <laughs> and I guess I have that kind of time. Sometimes, sometimes, do you really, though? No. Sometimes I feel like the 40-year-old virgin, guys. I'm like, am I the only guy that does this? Am I the only guy that reads comics? Hector, I made custom album artwork for my I Avengers know, right. soundtrack. Exactly. You did. Exactly. You did. Exactly. And I don't care no, what anyone you guys, says. You guys are good. And I upload them to Patreon, good. and people seem to enjoy them. So no, there you, guys, you guys are good. You guys are oh, good. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah, that's right. You guys are we're doing the we're, we're in the right business. You guys are fucking nerds, but it's a good kind yeah, of Yeah, exactly. Nerds. It could so, be worse. It could be worse. So keep it up, guys. Uh, so last week we talked about Robert Pattinson being cast as the Batman, and the same day that we talked about <laughs> it happening, there were multiple other sources who came out and said like, "Well, it's not Maybe 100%. Not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a front runner." Yeah. It was him and Nicholas Holt. Those were the two guys that were really uh, the main two guys that were in okay. the news, but we okay. also found out after the fact that Aaron Taylor Johnson and uh, Army Hammer were also frontrunners for the Batman. You weren't here, so you didn't get a chance to talk about it. Right. But because this news came out <laughs> again, that it's officially, officially official yeah. that Robert Pattinson is playing Batman, we can now get your opinion Yeah, what's your, your take, take buddy? It. We talked about it for like an hour yes, last week. Pretty cool. <laughs> Right next, on. next topic. Right on. You guys right covered. On. You guys cool. covered everything cool. beautifully, and I okay. think you covered the, the the very very correct angle of mm-hmm. if you are a person who is upset about this, right. shut the hell up yeah. because you're upset for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. You need to be more familiar with different types of movies. Right. And I'll be the first person to admit the movies that this actor who I have seen and I completely believe is a phenomenal actor. The types right. of movies and roles that he's done are not movies that I typically. 
Gravita- like, gravitate towards. You gravitate yeah. towards. Thank you. But like, I'm super open to watching them all. I'm super open to <laughs> right. exactly, you know, exactly. To, to to seeing. Uh, I, it's the same kind of thing with like Andrew Garfield as Spider Man. Sure. Right, right. Outside of Social Network, I don't think I saw him in anything mm-hmm. when he was cast as Spider Man. Right. And I had known just from Social Network. I'm like, I really like that guy. He's right. great. The movies that he's been in after Spider Man's and in between and everything, like his whole career, like. Typically not movies that I will gravitate towards, right. but I know that I love Andrew Garfield, right, and I know exactly. he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Exactly. So it's not about – and at this point, you guys too, if you're upset at the actor who's playing Batman and you claim to love Batman, but you're like more upset at that than you are at like the entire point and direction of this movie yeah. as a Batman fan, and I kind of want to like expand on that a little bit, but just the idea that like – this is a, a film that is once again focusing on Bruce Wayne, Batman. And listen, I love the guy, but we have yet to get Nightwing, Batgirl, right. the Bat Oracle, mm-hmm. other Batgirl. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. Batwoman. Yep. All of yep. these different yep. things. That if you're a Batman fan and you love Batman comics, you love those things as well. That's mm-hmm. part of it. Mm-hmm. And you're still so focused on like, oh, they're going to ruin Bruce Wayne. We've had so many great Bruce Waynes. <laughs> and again, to go back to yeah. from what we've been hearing, this is a younger – Batman in the early parts of his of his career mm-hmm. and for me as a DC fan and a Batman fan and a greater DC fan it's still kind of heartbreaking that this is a movie that will probably exist outside of just the continuity that they've been whether or not I love the continuity it doesn't matter right that's exactly. the, that's the train guys mm-hmm. and I want to see that character interact with Zachary Levi Shazam Jason Momoa Aquaman Gal Gadot Wonder Woman that's the whole effing point mm-hmm. I think and not to let that stuff take away your storytelling ability, but to be able to tell the story within that framework, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is unreasonable. I I think that's what comic book writers do. I think it's what animation writers do. I think we've seen it with Batman over and over again. Even the video game Batman world, the Arkham series, is able to exist in a larger DC universe. So for for the news and everything to come out and go, well, listen, Matt Reeves, as much as I love the guy and his apes movies are – top shelf they are like some of my faves and i think he's incredibly talented and really the perfect guy to do this movie it's still like a bit of a bummer to hear it's heartbreaking to hear well everything that's happening they didn't want their creative like direction to be encumbered by the outside you know having to serve the and i'm kind of like well then why then what's the you know and it's a trilogy and it's a trilogy and it's like and again it's like that's fine because look man joker's gonna come out and i hope that it's great I have high expectations because I want it. I don't want movies to be. I want it to be great. Yeah. And if the Joaquin Joker Phoenix, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, <laughs> Joaquin Joker Phoenix, that's Joaquin, Joaquin Joker Phoenix, that's Joker name. Phoenix, that's his new actor name. <laughs> that's new name. Uh, if it's fantastic and it's able to, and it sucks. I got to say this, but this is kind of the game now. If it's able to prove that it should not have been connected to anything else to right, be able to right, tell right. its story, I'll be like, yes, thank you. That's Elseworlds. Right. You got to prove to me, like you could not tell. Superman, Red Sun, that story within like regular DC comics. It right. needs to be its own thing. Its own. And I, we all get that. I understand that. We're comic book fans. We get that. So like this movie to me is going to need to prove that you could not take that Batman story and transplant it to like, okay, let's go get another actor who's – Let's go shoehorn it into right. – let's, let's get an actor that maybe if Ben Affleck can't do it, doesn't want to do it, isn't right, interested, right. whatever the reason. Let's get an actor that's comparable to his age to keep that thing going. Let's tell this Batman story sort of in the in the moving forward process of in the in the moving forward stage of this franchise. Yeah. Because again, however you feel good or bad about the franchise, like 
that's what you that's what everybody has invested not just the studio but like the fans we're invested in that direction i love gal gadot i love i love momoa's aquaman he's mm-hmm. really won mm-hmm. me over and i want to see i just want more chances for him to like do it mm-hmm. and i you know and shazam zachary levi and i want a head to show up at the end of that superman body that was in his movie that yep. kind of thing so like to, to so if you're not as a batman fan like not feeling that but you're mad at robert pattinson Shut the hell up! It's, it's, you know you're focusing on the wrong thing. Like yeah. that's not that's not the that's not the thing to be as a Batman fan like talking about online. You yeah. know. So, but anyway, you guys have covered everything else. Um, I'm looking forward to him in the role. I'm looking forward to also seeing more stuff with him in it. Like, absolutely. You know. I mean, I I really for yeah. the most part, I really hope this breaks people's stereotypes of like. This has happened with almost every major casting decision we've had with Batman in mm-hmm. the past, what, like 10 years? <clears throat> and 30. So I mean, even well, from yeah, the first yes, Batman even, movie. Yeah, even from the first, first <clears throat> Batman movies. So I'm hoping that this just breaks a lot of people's ideas of what they had coming mm-hmm. in to Batman. I'm hoping it actually breaks ideas of what people think Batman really is and, like, really goes in and deeps, dives deep as to, like, the psyche of a person who would – take on the task of being Batman, yeah. you know, like, because mm-hmm. you really have to be in a specific place to want to be that. Like you have to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. You have to have literally no fear of anything. You have to feel like you have lost everything. And what does that do on a person? And then to be able to excel in being the world's greatest detective as, as well as being like a world-class martial artist, as well as being a world-class acrobat, like, there's so much that goes into that that we have not explored yet. We're just like, oh, yeah, he can do everything. Like, he can just do anything and everything. What kind of a toll does that take on a person? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's that really dope Alex Ross art, that, that um, the one with Batman with the scars all over mm-hmm. his back. That's what you got to see. Like, yeah. Batman yep. taking his beatings and, like, coming out better because of that. You know, like, he's learning, the learning as he lessons. goes. Exactly. Yeah. So I hope this explores a little bit of that because that's – interesting to me and that's something we have not explored with batman mm-hmm. yet like mm-hmm. every time we've seen him he's been on top of his game and he's untouchable and he's unbeatable and that's cool that's cool in its own yeah but let's see a little bit of that early stuff yeah i agree and we we've talked about you know we talked about in the last couple of days about potentially doing something similar to what we did to the marvel universe about mm-hmm. doing the entire timeline and yeah. i think it would be interesting yeah. and i think we're gonna we're gonna talk about exactly how we're going to do it and when we're going to do it, but I think mm-hmm. probably after Comic-Con would be the best time to do it because I'm hoping mm-hmm. right. that when we're at Comic-Con, we'll get more information. Because as we know, yes. all, all we know right now is Joker is a one and done. It's mm-hmm. its own Elseworld mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. That Joker will never interact with a Batman or Robert mm-hmm. Pattinson or Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. This Batman movie will exist in its own trilogy. Still don't know if like they'll potentially bring in is other superheroes. Is gonna, it a prequel? Are they going to yeah. leave it slightly open for anything? It we don't seem, know. Yeah, and it seems like right now, based on everything that's sort of been talked about and released from the movie, mm-hmm. based on what people have reported, journalists have reported, is it's its own thing. Mm-hmm. It right, exists right, in its right. own continuity that's separate from the DCEU, right. also separate from the Joker movie. But and I'm then, sp- then yeah. Aquaman, Shazam, Wonder Woman, those will be the properties that will get sequels that will exist that will continue to exist in the new continuity or the the shared universe continuity right, right, right. and potentially bringing in other characters and other stories like New Gods I don't know mm-hmm. Supergirl the movie mm-hmm. I don't know Nobody knows. Um, 
So that'll be interesting to see how many other movies get added into that DCEU or that's already been established. Even if they want to. Like, what yeah. if these, these one and done or, like, this trilogy and done thing really works out for them? I'm not opposed to just having a bunch of separate movies that do really well on their own. I know? am. I'm opposed to that. Yeah. You're, you're, <laughs> I'm, you're I'm opposed <laughs> to that because we've seen what it could be. Correct. Right. Endgame, Correct. You know? I'm, it, with yeah. Endgame, with the DC animated universe. Exactly. With Kevin Conroy. and, and Exactly. And, you know what I mean? It, it, it's I, like, skew, yeah. I skew more towards you because at this point, I feel like there's been the Marvel Studios has done all of the work to right. show what the potentiality can be, yes. mm-hmm. and now it's like great DC and Warner Brothers. You have you have enough creative people mm-hmm. on the studio yes. side and the DC comic book writing side, as we're going to talk about in the next story. Mm-hmm. Like you have enough creative people in there who can sit down and say, like, great, how do do how do we unite? The seven right. important characters. How do we tell their individual stories? How do we lead it up into some mm-hmm. big event, whether it is you know the apocalypse here's, or dark side here's war? Here's the thing, though. This company has showed us through its history that they don't take failures well. They and don't. That's the mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. Like they need to build up their confidence with these Elseworlds movies. Just keep they, going. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. they need. They. It, it's kind of. But crappy don't you to worry? Say, don't you worry that with those, if those are successes, that they might take the wrong lesson? That's that's a risk that they run. So that's where your your pool of create creativity and creative people comes into play. Like, let's get these Elseworlds off the ground and let's give Warner Brothers a little chunk of that two billion dollars that <laughs> Disney made last year, and like, let's give them some confidence back and let's give them the the potential to hire high-end talent on every end, like mm-hmm. good casting, because we know how important casting is at this point. Mm-hmm. Good production people, good artists, good directors, good actors. We know they can, we, we know they can attract all that content. Mm-hmm. It's just right now it's such a, a sphere of like doubt and unknown, and I feel like they only took these risks on Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Shazam because – they were put between a rock and a hard place, mm-hmm. you know, like they mm-hmm. saw this, this rocket that Marvel was on. They're like, let's just, let's ditch the whole trying to be the anti-Marvel. Let's just do what we can right now mm-hmm. to get this off the ground. And I hope they keep going in that direction to where eventually we get to the point where we can get a giant Justice League movie mm-hmm. and a giant, you guys know I want to see Green Lantern. Like you guys yeah, know man. that I really want to see that. That movie's supposed to come out next year. Right, but we, we haven't heard, heard anything from it, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. I don't feel like that, com- that company is confident in the things that they're making and these Elseworlds movies could be a way to make them that confident mm-hmm. to where we can have a main, a main story, uh, like a main Avengers MCU style universe, mm-hmm. but there's they've not shown us that they have the potentiality to mm-hmm. carry that through yet. I just feel know? like it would be so wasteful to do Booster Gold and Blue Beetle and to I, never have those characters I, interact I with anybody other. I any agree, other but yeah, also absolutely. with those creative people, they can come up with a way of like introducing, maybe it's not those characters, mm-hmm. maybe it's something else, maybe mm-hmm. it's maybe the main DCU line is like the central like 161 universe. Right, right, and right. And like people keep crossing <laughs> in and out of that, you know? So... Who knows? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not the creative, and it's going to take a lot of time to figure this out. But we need that cash flow to go back into yeah. Warner Brothers and DC. Basically, yeah. that's what yeah. it boils down to: that cash flow coming back to Warner Brothers and DC. Yeah. So I and I, I hope that from Con- and look, we probably it probably won't happen at Comic Con because I feel like that's probably not the right place for them to do it. But it would be cool if, on top of finding out more about the Batman, the Suicide Squad, and Birds of Prey, which yeah, I think we will, right, right. and probably probably New Gods. Um, it would be nice for them to sort of establish like 
Something. We're doing these movies. These are Elseworld movies. They're their own contained thing. But we will continue in some regard to make movies in the interconnected universe. Because mm-hmm. yeah. Birds of Prey, technically, like that's got to take place in the same universe right. as Wonder Woman, right. Shazam, and Aquaman. Because Ben Affleck's Batman interacted with that exactly. Harley Quinn. You know? Exactly. So. Right. I, that's Once again, I go back to my point. Like They didn't make this comment that Matt Reeves was going to be Batman. It came through other people. Mm. So, like... I feel like that's why I feel like I they have no confidence right now in their movie game is because they're not taking these steps that the blueprint's already there. Marvel has laid this out for 10 plus I years know, and man. they're still not following it. Mm-hmm. And, and so what's and, the plan here? And Marvel did it the way that the way that they did it at least as soon as they got the ball rolling from 2010 on right is literally a movie every single year. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. That's insane. It's absolutely I, insane. I, hope that Warner Brothers doesn't feel that they have to do that. Exactly. Because it's like, because you just said the groundwork's been laid at this other company, right. audiences are used to that. They right. don't even, they can skip. They don't right. even have to do that. Aquaman you 2. You do one every right. 18 months. Yeah. Even then, even if it's every two years we sure. get one of these movies, right. if if in the next Wonder Woman, well, it's going to be 1984, so again, it's a prequel, so you can't really uh, keep going, moving forward. <laughs> All right, fine. See, um, there you go. Aquaman 2. Aquaman 2 maybe Something. in 2022 is the plan, right? Yeah. I feel like Aquaman and Shazam are the only ones that are like Make, in current prob- timeline. Probably going to get a sequel. Yeah, yeah, but let's talk about Aquaman 2 for a second. It's in 2020. See, this is kind of why I wanted to do this video to re- yeah. really kind of lay everything yeah. out and yeah. see it. It's a good idea. Aquaman 2022, which is not next year, not the year after that, but the year after that. Right. Three years from now, four years from when the first Aquaman came out, mm-hmm. right? If that movie picks up right where the last one left off, I swear to God, I'm going to be so mad. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's the thing of like – Just go in real go time. Go in Just real time go, yeah. and use that as to an advantage of what happens in those four years. Right. Well, it's, it may Mara is crazy what happened with Superman and Batman. Anyway, here's She's my movie. She's pregnant over there. I don't right. know what's going like, on. It's just like, oh, give us those tantalizing yeah, yeah, yeah. so that when – if and when you get to – and I think again, – I, again, I think that comes down to just the planning of the overarching bigger world. Yes, I agree. Right? It just means that things are continuing to move in real time. Right, right. So that if so that those little things can happen, and if people start talking about it online, if people really, if it gets traction of like, oh, a mention, a reference, a seed planted about some other character, right. Superman, how interesting, Superman, this, Superman, that, that might make them go, all right, the time is now. Let's bring in a new actor. He's going to yeah. be Superman in 2024. Yeah. And it'll have been eight years or whatever, or mm-hmm. nine years since Man of Steel or whatever. What right. has happened? You know, and just oh, at keep that point, going it'll be forward. eleven years. Eleven years. Twenty twenty four. It will be eleven years. Yeah. See? Just keep moving just forward keep, I, is the I, point. I, yeah. I keep moving 100% forward. agree yeah. with all of that. That should yeah. that should happen. Yeah. I just don't see any inkling of that. Like, right. I we'll hate, have to wait and see. And yeah. I hate because I'll probably get a lot of shit, but I keep compar- comparing them to Marvel. But the, the groundwork is there. The proof is in the pudding. Mm-hmm. They laid the groundwork for the whole universe in Iron Man 1. Like, mm-hmm. The plans were there. The situation was there. Like the ideas, even though they didn't have the full end game thing mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. they had the spark of like, guys, this is going to be it, and we're going to keep moving forward no matter mm-hmm. what. And that's what they did. And I feel like Warner Brothers takes failures a lot differently than Marvel does, and they mm-hmm. take those a, maybe a little bit more personally, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not there. But it, it, it sucks the way they handle that. That's why I need these Elseworlds or whatever they decide to call them. And back to your point, Adam, mm-hmm. I hope they come out and they, they label just like, confidently. Hey, this is going confidently. to be this and yeah. this is going to be yeah. that because that just shows confidence. Like, okay, cool. You, you named it. Thank you. We've been mm-hmm. asking for this for a mm-hmm. long time. Yeah. So that's uh, – and 
I just want to say you're right, Adam. Yeah, that's what we need. I mean, right imagine now. if, like, with Incredible Hulk, that Marvel was like, oh, we got to rethink the strategy because right, exactly. Incredible Hulk did poorly. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, our, they just kept going. They like, just we kept, lost the I mean, actor. Phase 1 did not do that. It didn't mm-hmm. do Phase well. 1 did okay. I think Iron Man, Iron Man 2, and then the Avengers did the best. Right. Mm-hmm. Incredible Hulk, not so well. Right. Thor and mm-hmm. Captain America did mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Right. They but, like, lost two main six, actors yeah. right away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's... Yeah. I Hulk, mean, Hulk made like 280 worldwide, yeah. right? 280 million. Yeah. Uh, Thor and then Captain America made like 600 and 700, mm-hmm. and then Avengers a billion. Yeah, that's crazy. Right. So it's right? like it it's did crazy. well enough that they were like, hey, you know what? Like we're just gonna keep we'll going. Just keep it moving. Keep it moving. Yeah, and we're not yeah. we're not losing that's, money. That's the thing. Whereas like you know, Warner Brothers has also not lost money. Right. So that's the thing too. Like, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's some element that they're really focusing on that I don't understand. Yeah. That's making them react emotionally if you could sure. say that from a company rather than like let's focus on the overall and doing yeah. justice to these amazing characters. Well, I think also Warner Brothers, you know, they've been around for almost 100 years now, so they're yeah. a very prestigious movie studio. Right, So exactly. to them it's like... They any, have a legacy. Exactly. So to yeah. them it's a, very much about legacy and it's yeah. like our movies always need to be firing on all cylinders. Right, if right, it's not, right. we need to rethink our strategy. Exactly. Like, well... You guys have made enough money, and you know, you give you out cash. Like, take you a risk, K. homie. Take yeah, a risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But there was also some other some other stuff, some other details that were revealed, but none of it is confirmed about potential villains in this Batman movie. Robin potentially showing up. Yeah. Uh, the production dates for Supergirl, which apparently might start next year, early next year. Cool. So it's all just a bunch of stuff that we know nothing about, and maybe we'll find out at Comic Con more. So yeah. we have to kind of wait. Yeah. It, you know, we're kind of in the, like this long waiting period now to find out exactly. Yeah, what's it's always happen. like a. slow burn all the way up to comic it is it is like very very few Mm -hmm. things sort of like leak out between now and july because everyone is hoping that they can hold on to as much stuff as they can right right like there were some leaked set photos from the black widow movie Mm -hmm. and no one's talking about like no news outlet is really talking about it and marvel is not commenting on it because they're like interesting well we hope to surprise people at comic-con i guess Mm -hmm. so we don't really know probably um something that i thought but the next piece i think is super super exciting so Tom King, who's been writing Batman, oh. and is completing his 85-issue <laughs> run, which was oh. obviously cut from the 100-issue run right. he was supposed to have. He's also going to be doing a one-off uh, Batman Catwoman story later, or I think it's next year. It's coming out mm-hmm. next year, I think, in mm-hmm. March or so. Um, Isn't that going to be an ongoing series? Or it might be. It Batwoman, might be Catwoman, I think it is. Batman, I Catwoman, think yeah, it, is. it yeah, might yeah, be. Um, I, I know a lot of people were sort of upset and disappointed that his run, his Batman run, got cut by cut by 15 issues Mm -hmm. but then there was an amazing announcement that he is going to be co-writing the new gods with ava duvernay which when it was rumored and it was talked (laughs) about i was like this really this is this is the thing that okay interesting i'm gonna wait and see if it's confirmed and then ava duvernay tweeted about it he finally tweeted about it and then all the news outlets started tweeting about so i I think this is very exciting i haven't had a chance to read his run on mr miracle but i hear it's um well he won an eiser award i I, hector's you're reading it right i haven't finished it yet Mm -hmm. because i I read a couple issues as they were coming out and like most now it's in a collected edition right right? and that's what i had been waiting for so now i'm like i want to go and and reread the first part and get to the end but i read here's what you got to check out from tom king the Vision over at Marvel. Right? Okay, it's effing mind blowing. Yeah. That's how that's how and why DC poached him. Mm-hmm. And Dan DeDio will straight up tell you too. They'll be like, "Look, we, there's a there was a bunch of great talent happening over at Vision. They had some great talent over at Hawkeye, and they bo- and they recently recruited some people from Hawkeye over to uh, DC. I believe mm-hmm. I think it may have been Matt Fraction. Correct me if I'm wrong, Internet. I'm sure you will. But for for specifically for for the Vision, Tom King even uh, uh, or Dan DeDio at DC in an interview even mentioned like the Vision was phenomenal over yeah. at Marvel. So yeah. we were so excited. Yeah to work with Tom. 
then I read his his I read like volume one and two and then I think like four, which mm-hmm. was like the War mm-hmm. of Jokes and Riddles, which I liked very much, mm-hmm. of Tom's sort of longer Batman run. I really dug it. It's it's interesting. It's not quite sort of quintessential Batman. It's a little bit daring, but it's also not the most crazy comic booky Batman. It's right. pretty it like feels like it's really, really and it's all right. like it leads up to like the wedding and how that plays out and the way that he writes his characters and stuff is really interesting. But um, Mr. Miracle is something really, really special. Let me try and sum this up. This is what I picked up from the book when I read it. He takes Darkseid, and he turns Darkseid into a metaphor for depression. Mm-hmm. Because what mm-hmm. does Darkseid chase in the comic books? The anti-life equation. Mm-hmm. So he takes that concept, the anti-life equation. What is anti-life? Holy shit, it's depression. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's And it's like beautiful and moving and sad and yeah. fucked up. And the fact that he has Mr. Miracle at the center of this story, Barda's a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. It's about apocalypse. It's about the metaphor of what that could kind of mean to us in our world and what Dark Side is. And then the little catchphrase that happens in it is Dark Side is. Period. That's yeah. what. That's what, because it, there's there's a couple of things where characters are like, Dark Side is this, Dark Side is that, Dark Side is this, Dark Side is. is, and it's just kind of for me, it it came across as profound. For me, it worked mm-hmm. where it where I started reading and I was like, oh my gosh, like Scott Free, Mister Miracle, is somebody who deals with depression, depression yeah. and, up. and 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 well, he's um, got a very complex origin. Yes, it's interesting. It's super comic booky. It's Jack Kirby stuff. Sure. It's pretty wacky, but I think a lot of what that Mr. Miracle series is is um Tom King and looking at those characters with a very modern eye mm-hmm. and being like again, what's the metaphor? What could they mean? I just right. love what he did with right. Dark Side. Mm-hmm. I love what he did with those characters and only read a couple issues into the whole collection, but the fact that he is writing with Ava DuVernay a new gods <laughs> movie and that the new gods <laughs> movie could could be that yeah yeah i yeah. think is the potentiality beautiful i'm one of very very few adult grown men that really enjoyed wrinkle in time and i think that's normal you know why Uh, it ain't for you (laughs) wrinkle in time is for 12 year old black girls 12 year old biracial girls like it's not for mm, dudes in their 30s and 40s um and I really enjoyed it, and there was a lot of moments where – and I had just read the Wrinkle in Time book, and I thought it was, like, okay. Yeah. I liked it, but I was like, okay, yeah. eh, it's a little – it's not super, like, yeah. concrete. And then Ava, I think, took a lot of moments in that, and she was able to put sort of her perspective on things, what it means to be a young half-black, half-white girl, mm-hmm. and and then and what some of those, like, meanings and metaphors could mean as they, like – Tesser and as they, you know, and as Oprah telling you, like, you have to be a warrior. And I'm like, yes, Oprah. <laughs> yeah, man, I agree. Totally, you I felt get that it. Oprah magic. So, like, what my my observation is, in my opinion, Ava took and elevated the material, mm-hmm. you know, which I liked, but I wasn't, like, a fan of. Mm-hmm. And then she brought it over here into this world, and I was like, ah, I think there's more, like, meat to it and a little yeah. bit more substance yeah. and stuff. But that's just me. Um, so I, I believe that she can along with Tom King, do, do the same thing, same thing yeah. for new yeah. gods. Yeah. So I'm so stoked. Plus, I think the thing that's super exciting is she has been very vocal about her love for Big Barda yeah. and the new gods. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. So I think the combination of having 
a filmmaker slash writer, and I think that's the key thing is she's a she's a director and a writer. Mm-hmm. She's not just a director, so mm-hmm. she's not just going to come into the room with Tom Keen and say, like, "Great, this is what I this is my vision. This is what I see." Yeah, it's going to be like, "This is my vision. How can we together mm-hmm. create the right, story? Right, 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 right. You know, what elements can we take from from your comic book run, from your experience as a DC writer, and from my filmmaking mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. fan mm-hmm. perspective, mm-hmm. and someone who's enthusiastic mm-hmm. enthusiastic about the world and the characters? What can we together create?" And I think yeah. that that to me is what makes me so excited about yeah. this movie. Yeah. This is a like I I can't really think off the top of my head of a Marvel or a DC movie that has really embraced that yet. Like Dude, we've no. had little shades of that with Jeff Johns doing some things in movies but mostly yeah. in television. Right. We've and had Frank Miller Frank helping Miller, with yeah. like the Sin City movie, yes. the right, Spirit. Right, right. Yes. Uh uh but that's different. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. is this is different. And yeah, this is exciting just because if you're even if you're not a fan of Ava DuVernay, not a fan of Tom King, not a fan of Mr. Miracle, not a fan of Big Barda, New Gods, whatever. This is still cool because it's a huge Hollywood director right. straight up recruiting a comic book writer, yeah. which is right, what right, comic right. book fans always say. They're always like, "Why don't they just get the comic yeah. book writer?" <laughs> Hello. At least, at least <laughs> let them like at least let pass. them do a pass yeah. right and then, we go right so, so i'm like great this is this is what's exciting yeah. about that yeah yeah i i love it i think it's going to be so good and we ever since we started doing comics and coffee i've been reading a lot a lot more stuff and i want to really get into the tom king batman stuff but i will, mm-hmm. i would like to I'll let you read some that traits. whole mr miracle yeah run. oh okay I, I, yeah. what i got from this conversation is that i need to buy the mr miracle yeah. trade mm-hmm. the collection mm-hmm. and also the vision collection I, I'm, mm. I'm pretty sure zach has the vision yeah, I'm pretty somewhere sure. I, need, I I I started buying them, so I'm going to start buying. Mm. All yeah, this stuff nice. on my own. digitally yeah. or no, 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 hard copy. Straight like, yeah. nice. up. Yeah, I, my I've collection been, uh, is growing with, really? my, with my invincible collection. <laughs> everything yes. else is growing too. We've been so. doing everything digitally here, but yeah. th- there's a lot of stuff that I've been reading that I'm like, ooh, I want to go pick up the physical copy. Yeah, of this. and and I've been doing this because since I've been camping a lot more, this is the perfect sure. thing to oh, take yeah. while you're camping. Yeah, totally. I'm just like, I I have silence, yeah, I have nature, and then I'm just reading invincible. <laughs> Do you prefer the invincible hardcovers or the paperbacks? I have the hardcovers. So if you're into that already, you yeah. got to get the Vision hardcover. Oh yeah, I'm it was nominated for like, and it may have won like best collection because. Yeah. The collection's gorgeous, but also the supplemental material they put in the back yeah. is actually stellar. Mm. I love. If all you that don't stuff. care about that stuff, the, the vision is in two paperbacks, volume okay. one and two. But if you're into it, right. that collection, that hardcover's worth it. I'm into it. all of that stuff. <sighs> nice. You know me. You know me. <laughs> What, what about that bonus footage? You're gonna, you're gonna read it. You're gonna be like, "This is what the Vision Wanda show should be." <laughs> like, you're gonna be like, "What oh have we done? My God, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. this is so good." Yeah, yeah. Have you have you been reading anything else? Um, I've been reading. Uh, yeah, I've been reading Hellboy. Okay. That's right. I, I did, haven't picked that one up yet. I did two big chunks of Hellboy uh, mm-hmm. collections, including Hellboy in Mexico, which mm-hmm. you would love. <laughs> I know, I know. You would love it as well, Adam. Yeah. But um, I've been reading Hellboy in chronological order, and I've also been going back and reading old um, – not old. I guess they're old comics, but the Marvel Epic Collections. Gotcha. And I just did one of a Thor run from, from like the 80s, early 80s, like mm-hmm. 82, called War of the Pantheons, where Thor um, – oh, it was also in the collection, first time Steve Rogers lifts his hammer. Oh. So, brothers, you better believe Ooh. when I got to that part in the comic uh-huh. that I'm like, hold let me up. Get, let me get, my let me get it, it. Let me get it. It's not portals because he had already lifted the hammer yeah. by that point. But I believe the track is called Worth It. Worth uh-huh. It. That's right. So uh-huh. Worth It is the is the music that plays when Steve like lifts yeah. it, throws it at Thanos, and then goes uh-huh. boom. So I was listening to that as I turned the page, and he like lifted it and fought a bunch of guys off, and I was just like – 
Life is good. <laughs> this, is, this is what we need. This, this is my is life, and it's good. This is this is this gives my life meaning. That's what that's what happened. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot too. So yeah, again for uh, for that show, like I was reading um, volume or issue one and two of Flashier One. How's that? And I, it's good. I liked it. Cool. It's going. It's doing something very interesting and different with with the Flash. And I don't know if secret identities are going to be a big thing in this comic book, which mm, is interesting. I think Ooh. I read issue one of that. Is yeah. that the one where at the end there's a character and it's from the future. Yep. Is that? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That well, that's interesting. Yeah. So I read that while listening yeah. to the Flash TV uh, soundtrack, yeah. and there's moments where Flash like shows up, and the, the music says, dun, dun. I'm like, ah, this is what I live for. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. the yeah. best. This is, is this what I need to buy, Hector? Yes. Okay, that's the one yes. I'm going to Nice. It's gorge. Yeah, there's it's been a... There's been a we've do, you, been, do you need the website to get it cheaper? I know. I have the website. You, you have it? You've sent it to me. Okay, good. Yes. Okay, good. I, I, see I just add everything to my wish list. Oh, thank you. To keep track of everything There you go. There you go. Perfect. But yeah, I mean, I, again, very excited for this. I think yeah, it's going to be a really good, really good uh, opportunity and to, at to least see comic writer. New Gods is moving, moving, yeah. right? I want, I want that. I want like, uh, I want more announcements of like, look who we got writing the Nightwing movie. Like, yeah. I want that because I'm like, come on, come I, on. I hope that if they're far enough in the process of of starting to cast the movie, mm-hmm. that at Comic Con is when we get the reveal, and he, these are our new gods. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. that would be, be so awesome. Yeah, that would be amazing. Be really Imagine cool. just the name is dope too. Like yeah. these are our new gods. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah it could be really, really cool. Come on, man. okay. So we're gonna take some questions now. Okay. Uh, as long as my app here doesn't mess up on me. If you guys want to uh, ask questions every single week on the show, you can do so on Patreon. If you're part of the Hyper Homies $5 tier or above, I put a post out at the end of every single week right before we shoot the show so you guys can submit questions. Thank you to everybody who's been jumping on Patreon. we got a lot of new people asking questions this week, which always excites yes. me. I like seeing new names. I like seeing names I don't recognize. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Hector f- Navarrete, we love you, but <laughs> there's new people on here now. There's new blood. These are our yeah. new gods. <laughs> These are our new gods. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, old gods must die. Except for you, Hector Navarrete. Keep asking questions, brother. Keep uh, asking the questions. The first question comes from Christopher Wolf, who's in the Gritos group. <laughs> uh, what one film literally changed your life? Love what you guys do. Cheers. Jurassic Park. Cool. Wow. That was quick. Mm-hmm. That was very, very quick. Mm-hmm. Any particular reason? Any, uh, yeah. It scared the shit out of me oh. as a kid, but then I understood the power of movie making gotcha. and the magic, gotcha. and mm-hmm. I felt special. Okay. And it, um, it made me want to work in movies. And then probably also The Iron Giant. I mean, y'all know. I did not comprehend the Iron Giant until I was older. Sure, sure. Because I saw it as a kid, and I was like, this movie's amazing. Mm -hmm. But it's not until, like, we started delving into it. I mean, (laughs) Friendsgiving was a big one. But even before that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and also after about the documentary and everything like that. Like, that that really kind of changed the game. Uh, For me, it was Toy Story. Toy Story 1. Yes. That movie kind of changed everything. Because I remember... Well, looking back on it now, but I remember one of the shots that made me say like, oh, my God, that looks so real was just a shot of one of the houses. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, my God, this is incredible. <laughs> this is a cartoon. Yeah, this is a cartoon. Yeah. What? And so uh, I, I, I had always been interested in, in movies and uh, I was addicted to TV at that time. So it was just like Animaniacs, Freakazoid, all the all the Looney Tunes stuff, basically everything that was on Saturday morning TVs mm-hmm. at, at that point. I was addicted to, but that movie kind of like opened my eyes to the bigger thing that animation could be because yeah. I'd never really seen it on a giant screen to that capacity yeah. and to that kind of like a uh, level, that, I guess. That that level and that budget, and mm-hmm. so I was just like, yeah, yeah, this is this is good stuff. Yeah, I had watched so many movies as a kid. You know, I had already watched you know Superman and Batman, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, it was really Star Wars. Star Wars, when yeah, I saw the '97 yeah. re-releases, was the thing that I was like, 
man, I really love movies. Now I really love filmmaking. Right, right, And I I started my, like, quest and my journey down the rabbit hole of how is all of this made? And that was the thing that really was like, okay, cool. I want to be in this industry. Is anybody in your family into film as much as you, or is it mainly just Um, My grandma's really into film, into the art. Like, so my family on my my mom's side, we come from a very heavily art-influenced family. Okay. So that side is really into it. I would say I'm the most, like – devoted and dedicated to it mm-hmm. um i would say my grandma probably second closest because when she was young that's all she did she went to all the film festivals in prague so it's in your yeah, blood it's in my it's blood, in your blood. Yeah, 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 yeah 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 okay i because i get that because like i asked because i feel like your spark came at a very early age it did right yeah. and, and hector your spark came at a very early age as well mm-hmm. my parents fought against all my urges because mm. it was tv so they looked yes. at tv right. like the enemy yes which is why my mom took me to the library mm-hmm. and that's where i was like oh well she doesn't know that i'm picking this shit up like mm-hmm. this is basically tv and books <laughs> um and so like i i feel like even though they kind of fought against it, I was mm-hmm. into it, but nobody else in my family is into yeah. it as much as I am. Yeah, I'm so, definitely the most into it. Yeah, now. okay. <laughs> but you can talk to them about this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, for sure. Too, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I can't talk to my family. They don't even understand. Like, I keep telling them what YouTube channel I'm on. They're like, ¿qué? He's like, oh, pues, buen trabajo, me gusta, me gusta, mijo. And I'm just like, okay, cool. You guys have no idea what's going on. So, I remember <laughs> the first week we did our, our show on. Geek and Sundry years right, ago, right. my family was in the chat room. Yeah, my I brother, that. my mom, my I aunt, everyone. <laughs> they were like, what is it? I don't get it. I was like, just go to this website. Yeah. You'll be able to watch it. It'll be fine. Yeah, How do yeah. we chat? You got to log in. Yeah, okay, gotta, so they did it all. Yeah, yeah so that's cool. great. That's it's pretty cool. entertaining. Even yeah. though I still get texts from my mom and she's like, I still don't get what you do. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not just my parents then. Okay, cool. Then I can they don't get, they don't get the new technology I stuff, but talk- they understand movies and TV. Right, right. Yeah, so if it's not- on the big screen or on a television, okay. like I get it. Cool. But if it's on the computer, they're like, "How does this work?" They're like, like, "I don't get it." Ay, okay. cabrón. That means- <laughs> I also had to uh, uh, have my mom once when she was visiting. I actually took her to a gig that I did where I was doing a thing for DC, mm-hmm. and I got to give her a little tour of the DC office. Right, it was right, right. super great. But she actually got to like sit in a room and see me be filmed and do yeah. like a video yeah. for DC. Yeah. So then when we were leaving, she was telling me she was like, she goes, "That was hard what you did. I couldn't <laughs> do that." Like she understood yeah. what I do now. Like she had to oh, see yeah, me like yeah. film it. You know, yeah. cut. Let's take it again. You're talking about that. Yep. You know, so then she like really understood what it is yep. that I do. The amount of I don't know, the man. amount of comments I get from my or texts and messages I get from my grandma. She's like, "You're so talented. It's mm-hmm. so hard to do what you she do." She comments mm-hmm. on a lot of our. No. Phones. She does. Yeah. She does yeah. in check. So in I always check, have to be yeah. like, "Great, grandma, so I got to translate all this." The translate. That's great. That's but great. Hector, your mom has a skill that's difficult too. She's into puppets. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so that's difficult to do. I'm as gonna well. arrest you because you're Mexican. <laughs> that was a. Uh, turns out that was a. Uh, a little prophetic, I feel yeah, like. Very, yeah. very prophetic. Yeah, my mom knew uh, what was going to happen to Mexicans in this country. <laughs> oh, boy. What can, I, what can I tell you? <laughs> uh, the next question comes from... I'm not going to explain any of that. <laughs> no, no, that. Don't ask nah, me. Leave it as no a context necessary. Yeah. Uh, next question comes from Uriel Para, who's in the Hyper Homies uh, tier. What's going on, bromies? With Disney bringing the live-action adaptation, what, uh, with bringing live-action adaptations to the big screen, what Disney movie would you like them to adapt in live-action form? My top ones are Atlantis, Hercules, and Treasure Planet. Really interested in your guys' choices. Thanks for reading these questions and keep up the amazing work you guys are doing. I was going to say, I thought I was going to pick a, well, my first answer was none. Mm-hmm. Well, my first answer was, I'm really starting to not get into. Same. You know, we've talked about this before, but like mm-hmm. Aladdin's my favorite uh, traditionally Disney movie. And I haven't gone to see the new uh, live action Aladdin movie mm-hmm. starring Will Smith. Like mm-hmm. two of my two favorite things from when I was right. a kid, Aladdin and Will Smith. Right. I haven't gone to see this yet. Right. Did y'all see that video by Lindsay Ellis? Not yeah. yet. The about one with Robin Williams? 
they really dude. started to choke me up at the end. Dude, just so talking rough. about artistry and talking yeah. about yeah. you know and 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 how these are always going to sort of be at the end of the day cash cows. Even if you can put creativity into these Absolutely. live action movies, they're cash cows. Cash cow. The thing I was excited about was Maleficent to try to be like her side of the story. I'm like, good. The first Alice in Wonderland was like the sequel. She's an adult. I'm like, good. Mm-hmm. But then those movies were not great, right. and I didn't love them. Right, and right, right. now with the success of you know, Cinderella and, and Jungle Book and Beauty these things the are making Beauty and the Beast that are just the same movie. Yeah. I'm like, no, thank you. You yeah. know, they did a Hercules. It would just be Hercules again. And it would, I think to me, uh, it, it, what's the word I'm looking for? Like make the original animated film feel like it's not as important. It will yeah, make it feel exactly. lesser. It will make it feel like that's not the pinnacle of filmmaking, but right. rather this is right. the sort of, this is the zenith. This is the best you could get is mm-hmm. real people in front of a camera. It's like, so That's I, really talking shit about Glenn King and all the all the hardworking yes, animators yes. that worked on all of mm-hmm. these films as well. It's Absolutely. it bothers me a lot actually. It does. Yeah. So I was gonna say if they were gonna if I had to pick one, the Brave Little Toaster, which I thought was like Disney Ooh, adjacent. Like I thought that they bought the rights to that because uh-huh. I'm like the Brave Little Toaster. I like that film a lot. Yeah. Not great. You go no. back and watch it. Rough around no. the edges. Mm-hmm. Improve on it. Mm-hmm. Don't try to remake a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Improve on a crappy. You know, uh, not all the way there animated film that didn't have as high of a budget mm-hmm. that you could with today's special effects do a live action toaster that moves that, and right. then like it has like the CG face on it. And right. like you make us make like move us to tears with household appliances. Right. right I think right. it would be a fun challenge. Not Disney film. It's Hyperion Pictures, but Disney owned the rights to like the TV reruns yeah, yeah. of it. So I'm like, well, that doesn't count. So that my answer count. is none. What about you guys? I feel like th- my problem is that. It, the, stylistically, the animation to these movies was so much a part of their story and yeah. their charm. And right. Every, it's so interweaved into what that movie is and the identity of it that you can't separate it. And when you do separate it into live action, mm-hmm. to me, it loses something. Mm-hmm. Like the Internet was up in a storm yesterday about Pumbaa, right? Mm-hmm. Like Pumbaa, oh, he looks like a real warthog. Of course he looks like a real it's fucking warthog, to dude. Be a real He's warthog. a real fucking warthog. <laughs> yeah. Doc. Yeah. Come yeah, exactly, on. Like, exactly. It's Nightmare Fuel. Have you ever watched the Discovery yeah. Channel, Doc? Or hugs are ugly. Yeah, you can watch exactly. Nat Geo on Disney Plus Warthogs real soon. are fucking ugly. But <laughs> these, that's the thing. Like, these lines look the same. Yeah, they do. Because no lions shit. look the same. Right. I saw that comment about the posters. Jesus these look Christ. like real lions. No shit, Sherlock. What were you expecting? Yeah. So yeah. that, to me, goes to show that <laughs> your vision of what the Lion King is is so mm-hmm. tied to that character art. And so everything... Yeah. So when you break it into a live action, which is really not live action, but we—I don't want to even start. Let's you on not that even. One. Let's not even. It's not, but that, that's the thing. You we should make a separate no, video just about but that. I, I agree with you, right? Because my whole thing on that, specifically Lion King, for a second, let's break it down. Is I found this great gif of Pumbaa from the animated mo- movie mm-hmm. running. There are principles, animation principles being used there. It is exaggeration of life. Exactly. It is not life. It is the illusion of life. Mm-hmm. Cut to the new. Pumbaa, the new warthog. Running like an anatomical Completely, p- now it's still animated, but it is a completely different approaches. Right, right, right. It's not stylistic. It's a different It's a different, it's animated differently. Right, so right. to me, to, and this is just me, this is a whole other thing, but to me, what the people that are making this thing come to life are attempting to do is, and to me in my brain, it's live action. Because it's exactly. not an, anim, it, to me, animated means 
Spider Verse. Right. That means Squash exaggerated. And stretch, like the, live the, action the, the, means yeah. Spidey swinging in the airport in in Civil War. Right. Right. What are they? Tr- they're trying to make you think Tom Holland is doing that. They're as not real as possible. The Spider Verse. It's exaggerated and it mm-hmm. adds to the story. Mm-hmm. So that's in my brain. I'm like, to me, New Lion yes. King is live action because the warthog is it. Ugly. It's it's <laughs> it's Animal Planet. Right. It's, it's ugly and it's not. Whereas this one over here is these beautiful. Right. You know right. the right. the, right. the keyframes and expert the, it's, animation right. principles being there, used. There there is principles, but. I, one thing that I do want to say, if Disney decided to go the Peanuts route, the Peanuts movie is a, an amazing movie, by the way. It's such a sleeper if you have not yeah, seen it Yeah, the one that yet. came out a few years ago. I agree. So, so agree. good. And I loved it because they copied the animation style over yeah. to CG, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they broke the computer trying to do it, but they came out with this beautiful result. If they came in and did a Lion King movie and a Aladdin movie, and they paid homage at least to the artist who created that movie in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Like, we, I don't want a photorealistic movie. Right. Like, give me a crazy-looking right. Kubo and the Two Strings type Peanuts mixture with, like, the art from the original people. Just, like, something new that we haven't seen yet. Then I would be more on board with something mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Like, something – they're going for the nostalgia factor, but they're taking out a huge chunk of the nostalgia factor, and they don't yeah. care. So that's why I have a problem. Well, and I think, and I think too, you know, you look at what Spider-Verse has done. You look at what a studio like Leica is doing. Right. And you see Disney taking these animated classics and making them live action because they think that it's the only way that they can win over modern audiences. And it's like, well, you're, really. you've now missed a huge opportunity to take – what was done in the 90s with that animation, exactly. 80s and 90s with animation, Dog. and take it to the next level. And right. not going the Pixar route. No. Not, not doing that. But, like, great. We've now afforded ourselves the opportunity to do something brand new with animation. Exactly. New style, new look, still paying homage to what we did in the original movies. Right. You know, making similar looking, making the characters look similar to what they did in the originals. Right. Exactly. But then, like, taking it to the next step, whatever right. that next step is. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's sort of where where they really missed the opportunity of like Agreed. let's honor the originals that we're trying to remake and instead of making remakes mm-hmm. let's do a sequel right. let's do right, right. a side story let's do something else that's within that <laughs> world to honor what happened in the previous films and you know if they want to ignore the direct-to-video sequels, that's fine. Mm-hmm. If we're just going to worry about, like, cool, this is a theatrical sequel to the first theatrical film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do some new story, but with a really interesting, fun new animation style. Then I think people would, I think, embrace the idea of Disney remaking everything a lot more yeah. instead of just having the opinion that, like, oh, these are just cash grabs. This right. is just Disney right, right, not right. wanting to create and original that's, works. That's what it feels like. Just wait till you watch Lindsay Ellis's video, yeah. dude. It's, it's I mean, if you look good. at their slate yeah. for the next th- two, three years – you look at how much original work there is compared to something that's like based on an animated classic remake, or based on a remake. Sequel, or, yeah, it, reboot. It's, right, right, it's right. like, damn, Disney, what and are you going to do when all that's done? And again, I, I want to give credit to the artists and the technicians and, yes, the animators that worked on movies like The Jungle Book yeah, that right, are right, on right, the right. new Lion King yeah. because that skill set of trying to make an mm-hmm. anatomical warthog right. while still imbuing it with a Seth Rogen it's character, yeah. it's an, it is a yeah. different skill set. Right. But yeah. to right, me, right. it's different. It's the same as... You know Andy Serkis and Planet of the Apes, right, right, Alita right. Battle Angel, that kind of like motion bringing, capture. Yeah, man, it's yeah. performance, but in a thing that's not sure. human. Like I, I love that stuff, but it's yeah. it's you know, and I want to give that credit. And, yeah, if, yeah, and right. if, to me, if those artists are like attempting to be like, no, this is a live action movie, right? Then I'm like, okay, then it's a live action movie because yeah. whatever, it's a whole thing. Anyway, if, if I had one, <laughs> if I had a movie though, it would probably be Tarzan. But yeah. I wouldn't want to do what Warner Brothers didn't make like a sequel mm-hmm. after you know after the Tarzan the, the do like the, the first Tarzan Tarzan meets Jane 
basically. Well, uh, yeah. Or yeah. I would do like I would take the Disney animated animated movie that came out in ninety eight, and mm-hmm. then I would see like, great, where would we where could we pick up? Sure, you sure. You know, sure. like what could we do next? What's the next story in that? And let's just do like an animated mm-hmm. movie that pays homage to to that one, mm-hmm, but also right. pushes the animation style in a That'd new direction. Cool. Yeah, That'd be cool. But yeah, I agree. We'll see. Uh, next question comes from Matt Illigan Lagan. I don't know if it's Il- two. Ilagan? I don't know if it's two eyes or Ilagan? an eye. Oh, it's Ilagan. Matt Ilagan. Yeah. I think it's an I. Uh, who's in the hyper homie tier? Hey, dudes, been watching your videos since your superhero news days. All three of you have been my internet homie since 2015. Oh yeah. And I always look forward to when you guys post a video. My question for you three is sort of a two-parter. Which movie did you previously not like initially, but have since liked? the movie as you got older. The second part would be the opposite. Which movie were you a huge fan of before mm. but started to realize it wasn't as good as you initially was as time passed? Thanks for all the thanks for all that you guys do and keep being the awesome guys that you are. PS Hector, you're my favorite, but don't tell Adam and Augustine. It's okay. He's our favorite too. I picked the questions, so <laughs> that's the only question you're ever gonna be able to ask. So <laughs> <laughs> Bye Matt. No. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you yeah. so much for, for watching our stuff. Yeah. My answer is uh I when I was a kid I liked the mummy and the mummy returns mm-hmm. and I am sorry to report. I'm more bummed than anybody. As I get older I was like, I don't like they these. Don't oh that. really? Yeah. Don't I do still it like me. them. I know, I know. And I okay. know that I'm, you know, Listen, Stacey Howard will get on my case if she heard, you know, oh, she's yeah. a huge mummy fan. I still like, never never liked and still don't the third one. I have Tomb never seen Dragon it. Emperor. I need to go and watch it. And I need to watch Scorpion King 2 through 4. They made like yeah. a bunch of those Yeah, crappy. apparently they made <laughs> a bunch of those. Yeah. I didn't I think know. The Rock was only in the first He was in the first, first one. Yeah. First yeah. one. But uh, you still like those movies, don't like them anymore. In terms of movies I didn't like but now like as I got older, that's, that's more tough. I don't know. I don't know if I – I think I like the first time I watched Wet Hot American Summer. I didn't get it. Right. And right. then the more that I saw it, I was like, this is brilliant. And yeah. I think it's hilarious yeah. and I love it. <laughs> There's probably movies like – I don't know, like the movie Sideways that I think right now is just okay. And maybe as I get into my 40s, I'll be like, You'll enjoy oh, like this is a great yeah. movie about hitting that, was, that, that plateau. That, was, that was filmed all up in my area, yeah. Santa Maria. Santa, oh, yeah? Santa Maria, You can yeah, have yeah. a little Sideways trip if you oh, end up liking it. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Should yeah. 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 we should do that. We should do that. We should do that. You want to do that for your bachelor <laughs> yeah, party? Yeah, we'll just do like that. that. Totally. Yeah. Just take a little wine trip. Have a little Sideways party? Yeah, a little We'll all dress up in our fanciest dresses. Ooh, Sideways party. A little Sideways party. But I don't know. I don't know. I tend to basically stay the way that I feel about a movie after the first time I see it. Yeah, that's typically, how I am too. Typically, but there's some comedies that I'll either like way more or like way less yeah, on like mm-hmm. repeat yeah. viewings, but nothing that I can really think of that was like 180. Yeah, I'm, I'm sort of the same way. I mean, I think there's definitely movies, you know, when I look back and I'm like, oh man, I really was a fan of movies like uh, Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. And now watching them, I'm like, they're not as good. They're, <laughs> no, they're obviously... No. Actually, one big one for me is Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. When I first saw it as a kid... I didn't like it. It was my least favorite of the Batman movies. Really? Yeah. Even now, as a kid? Yeah, yeah. To me, it was like, oh, I don't get the style. I don't get mm-hmm. the look. It's too yeah. Tim Burton-y. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's too different than what I kind of was hoping from a Batman sequel mm-hmm. building off of Batman 89. Right. Wasn't into it. And then as I got older, and especially now I rewatched them, I'm like, man, that movie has so much of its own style. Right, right, right. It's right, right. own characteristics. It looks so gorgeous. It has a very unique take on some mm-hmm. of these characters and the mm-hmm. looks of these characters. Mm-hmm. It's probably like in my top three favorite Batman Batman movies. Nice. It's Very really, cool. really okay. good. Very cool. Uh, a movie that like that I grew up uh, loving, but loving, now but like, but well, now you mentioned dislike. the Batmans. You yeah, mentioned, yeah, yeah. You mentioned yeah. the Batmans. Yeah. For me, it wasn't movies because I didn't watch a lot of movies as a mm. kid. For mm-hmm. me, uh, things that I can't go back and rewatch 
are like the old Ninja Turtles cartoons or mm-hmm. like Thundercats mm-hmm. or like any of that stuff. <laughs> Animation's been ruined for you. It's just yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just go back and I'm like, fuck, man. Like yeah. I can't believe I ate this shit up as yeah. a little kid. Mm. But as a little kid, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Um. So that that's that for me. Um. And one movie that I hated at first and I loved now, what I still do is uh, Anchorman. Mm. I hated mm-hmm. it the first like three times I watched it. it Damn, that's it, a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the only reason I rewatched it so much is because I would go visit friends and they would always have it on in the background. Sure. And I'm just like, this fucking movie yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's your problem? <laughs> and then I started hanging out with people who really enjoyed it and I was like, I okay, I get it, yeah. and yeah. to the point yeah. where I had a friend that we would only talk to each other in Anchorman quotes. <laughs> so it, it got great. to that point. So yeah. yeah, that's that's a movie that I really like. It, it's great. I feel like nobody's talked about that movie in a while. It's still a great yeah, movie. I just the sequels I, okay yeah, too. The, I didn't really. Like I the think I, I don't remember who I just hung out with. I just hung out or talked to somebody. They're like, yeah, I just rewatched Anchorman two recently, and I really still dug it. I don't Anchorman it two. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe that's another one I need to rewatch ten it's, times before yeah. I like nowhere it. Nowhere near as good. Right, but it is not as bad as Zoolander two, which was like oh my god, I which was like I didn't which was like brain breakingly, depressingly yeah, bad. Where you're yeah. like, whoa, because the first Zoolander is like better or worse than Dumb and Dumber two, amazing. Yeah, it's genius. Dumb and Dumber two is horrible. I'm gonna go Zoolander two's worse. Okay, Dang. oh wow, there were more things I enjoyed in Dumb and Dumber two. I didn't watch any. Dumb of those. and Dumber two is like a three out of ten. Like it <sighs> is it's so that's bad. so disappointing. Horri- man. It's I was it's, so disappointed, but I still think I may have liked Dumb and Dumber two more than. When Harry Zoolander. met Lloyd, Dumb oh. and Dumber. Oh, I almost thought you were going to say Dumb and Dumber, and I was movie. like, what is Hector? Bro. What's Dumb about to come Dumber. out of his mouth? Dumb and Dumber when yeah. Harry met Lloyd. Yeah. That movie, the great, only great part casting. that made me laugh was yeah. when Bob Saget goes into the bathroom. He's like, oh, shit, all over the wall. That's the only part that made me laugh. I know, it. and it's a bummer because Bob Saget's in it, like Sherry O'Terry, Eugene Levy. I like, like Eric Christian Olsen. And Eric Christian Olsen is kind of perfect as a young uh, Lloyd Christmas, yeah, like yeah. it's amazing casting. He's it's such a bummer because yeah, that yeah. movie is hot garbage, <laughs> um, very hot. But garbage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Dumb and Dumber two, I think, is better than Zoolander two. Dang, that's well, crazy. But they're damn. both poopy, both, poopy, both, <laughs> both, both balls. It's not saying much. Poopies. It's not saying much. One uh, is a turd and one's a log. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Which one smells worse, I guess? Yeah, it's like one's woo, curvy woo. and the other one's just straight. One is a poop, but it's the poop that comes out clean and you don't have yeah, to wipe. Yeah, yeah. And the other one's a poop. It's like a marker. Like, you wipe, it's like a messy and brown. Wipe, and you wipe. It's like a messy brown. My God. Yeah, that's Zoolander 2. I'm, yep. t- I'm out of toilet paper. Number number yeah. two, you're like, all right, I'm out of here. It's done. <laughs> you're like, it's right, done. I can run out. I can run out of here. I just blew it up. Although, so sorry for the next person. Dumb and Dumber 2 has a good post credit scene. I don't know how I know that. Yikes. It's so stupid. That movie's bad. Uh, next question comes from Julio Morales, who's in the Hyper Homies tier. Hey, guys. Julio. Thanks for giving us the opportunity to ask questions. My question to you guys is if Joaquin Phoenix's Joker movie is successful with a breakout performance, should DC bring him into the main movie universe continuity as the Joker for the future Batman films? We kind of no. touched on this a little bit. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people have theorized, and I think this might be true, the kid who he puts the smile on. Best Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I don't want a. Think about just do the timeline for a second. If that movie takes place in the eighties, nineteen eighty one, I think nineteen eighty one, and the DC movies right now have ranged from the year two thousand thirteen to two thousand eight nineteen. Nineteen. I don't want a. 
what, like 70-year-old Joaquin Phoenix joke? Like, and don't be like, well, no, he's just any age. Like, yeah. Because already I'm like, I'm like, you've already broken it. Like yeah, at that exactly, point, it's already exactly. – you're doing you're, – you're the X-Men movies yeah. where you have multiple yeah. Emma Frosts, right, 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 you know, right. multiple beasts. Uh, you're like, Nightcrawler, what? Uh, like you, stuff that you don't care about your own continuity. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're better than that. Yep. We're better than that. We don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So it, honestly, in my heart, I, I want this thing to be so successful that people are like – don't ever do another one. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, so no, good. no sequel. It's so good. I right? agree. One, yeah, one, one, and done. one Joker movie. God, that was leave good. It. Maybe an Oscar nomination? Fuck, maybe. Hell done. Yeah. Ne- yeah. No yeah. sequels. No, you know, no, no spinoffs. No nothing. No merging into. Yeah, 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 yeah. nothing. Nothing. Oh, that would be great. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting from this movie. Me I too. hope so. Me no too. Joke. Me too. So I don't yeah. want to put that square thing into a, a, a round peg of yeah, like, yeah, well, yeah. now the DC movies. We've got to make it work. No. If you end up seeing Godzilla, King of the Monsters in IMAX, mm-hmm. they play the trailer. Oh, I saw it, yeah. Man, it looks I, yeah. so a, good on a, a giant IMAX trailer. screen. It's a great mm. trailer. Yep. Mm. Every time I've seen it, yep. I'm like. Uh, but I share your Ooh. opinion. I, I, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good yeah. with the one Joaquin yeah. Phoenix one and done. Yeah. Uh, I think that's all that movie needs to be for, for that. Yeah. It's for its own thing. Right. And as, as successful and as amazing as Joaquin Phoenix is, mm-hmm. I don't want the studio to also just all of a sudden be like, Let's make this work with Robert Pattinson. Like, right, no, exactly. No, mm-hmm. stop. Just don't touch it. Stop it. Just leave it alone. Stop it. It's fine. That question. Or do you have an opinion? <laughs> that's, that's it. That's your, that's your opinion. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I uh, agree. Last question comes from JC Pineda, who's also. No, nope, you skipped one. Did I skip one? Sorry. I keep doing that. Yeah. Uh, next Jada question comes Merritt. from Jada Merritt, who's also in the Gritos group. <laughs> hey, just wondering some of your favorite non-superhero animated shows, what they are and why. A personal favorite of mine is Avatar The Last Airbender. Ah, the storytelling, I mean, world building, and characters all together make something almost unmatched in its impact on Western television. Thanks and keep on keeping I on. mean, where do you go from there? Agreed, That's agreed. like the yeah, best show ever You named ever the created. best one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess I like uh, – I don't know, man. Um, I like um, – uh, I've been watching a lot of cartoons lately. Okay, mm. KO, Let's Be Heroes. That one's good. Mm. That's one of the best shows on TV right now. Kind we of a superhero Bear, show. We Bear Bears is one, one, the mm-hmm. other one mm-hmm. that's going on right now. The Where are you watching them? On Hulu? On uh, I have uh, Cartoon Network. Uh, app Cartoon Network. Or no, I have the PlayStation View. PlayStation. That's oh, cool. Ooh, that's yeah. right. So it's basically so TV cable. Basically can, TV cable, yeah. but everything's DVRable, yeah, so that's yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. So cool. I can watch it whenever I want. Damn. So uh, We Bear Bears, uh, Teen Titans Go, mm-hmm. but that's a superhero mm-hmm. show. Um, the Amazing World of Gumball mm-hmm. is fucking phenomenal. Um, DuckTales is really good right now, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's one. I got one, and I think it's one that you'll agree with. Which one? Gendy's Clone Wars. Oh, well, yeah, of course. I just saw that yesterday, like Samurai the whole Jack. thing. Oh, Samurai you did? Jack. And Samurai Jack. Oh, oh, man. And I'm so excited for his new show. I saw. I heard Savage. you talking about it last week. <laughs> I saw you talking about it. Did you see the trailer yet? I have not. We'll show should you we, after. I we, need to. I, pull it up? I really <laughs> need to trailer watch. Trailer reaction. I really need right to now. watch a lot more. Animated stuff. Dude, I feel can, like you do. For real, can we like do a trailer do. reaction now? Can you pull uh, it up? It's not hooked up. Okay, then don't worry about we it. Can, we'll show it to we you can, later. Yeah, we can watch it after. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I really want to watch a lot more animation because I was watching your segment on El Rey where you guys were talking about, you know, you guys were doing your lightning round mm-hmm. and you were talking about Dexter's Lab versus Pinky in the Brain. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, man, I really want to rewatch those shows because mm-hmm. I used to watch both of those as a kid and I used to watch Pinky in the Brain every single morning before yeah. school. Yeah. And I loved it and it was so fun. I used to watch Dexter's, Dexter's Lab when I would come home. Yeah. But I don't remember them well enough to yeah. really know, like, yes. the differences between Just the two. Just be forewarned, they're products of their age. Oh, yes. that's fine. But I'm yeah. fine here's that. the deal, though. Pinky in the Brain, Animaniacs. And I think Dexter's Lab, Powerpuff Girls, Samurai Jack, yeah. those hold up. 
They do. We they we're, do. we only continue to talk I love about Powerpuff Girls. We only keep talking about and remembering the good shows. Yeah. Everybody right, forgets right. that for each one of those shows, there was a right. whole season of cartoon shows. Yeah. You know, of that same fall season or whatever right. that premiered that yeah. like didn't lasted a anywhere. season, didn't go. You guys like, remember the Mad Max cartoon? No. No, Mad remember Max? that's not that, real. Not Mad Max, uh, Mighty oh. Max, Mighty Max. Mighty Max, I do, but Mighty I know Max, it was I not great. It yeah. was remember not Mighty great. Mouse, but not Mighty Max. They also had Conan the Adventurer. Uh, I used to watch all these. Johnny bad Quest is coming out on Blu-ray. The original oh, Johnny Quest. Yeah, I was going to say, that. I don't remember I Johnny that. Quest. But, real, but the real adventures of Johnny Quest was a show. Right. Yeah, that was right. good. Right. Street Sharks yeah. didn't go yeah. far. We need Michael yeah. Giacchino to do Biker that Biker Mice from Mars. Here's the sad thing. Street Sharks, I think, went very far. It went like 85 episodes. What? Wow. 85? But, but it was an awful show. I remember mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> that's <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. I feel like I don't Creepy remember enough crawlers. of the anime Creepy stuff. Crawlers. Eek the Cat. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Most of the stuff that I watched was on Cartoon Network, I think. Cartoon Network, yeah. And it was like Two Stupid Dogs. All mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. I didn't right. really watch. But too you're forgetting. Much but you're forgetting like Mike Lewinog and yeah. like Sheep in the Big City. I don't remember. And that like stuff. all these shows that are Ace not. Ace Ventura had one for a while. Uh, who else had one? Men in Black had Men an Black animated had series. Had Jackie Chan Adventures. Jackie Chan. Adventures but Hector loves that shit. one. Uh, Freakazoid. Freakazoid was. You know what too. I realized? Jackie Chan Adventures had a character on it named uh, Viper, and uh-huh. she was voiced by Susan Eisenberg, who's no Wonder way. Woman. Wonder Woman. Oh, I didn't know that. In Justice League and Beyond, and she got to come by DC Daily, and I got to tell her, I'm like, obviously, I'm a huge fan of. Wonder Woman, but also uh, Viper and Viper Jackie Chan Adventure. She yeah. was like, "That's my second favorite show." That I she goes, it, it would go That's Wonder cool. Woman and uh-huh. Justice League, and then Jackie Chan That's Adventure. Cool. Did she get to work show. with Jackie himself? No, because Jackie was not a voice actor yeah, on the show. No, yeah. but still, he was. But James he had those C, beautiful did, moments at the end. Yeah, right. Hey, Jackie. Yes, Jackie. those <laughs> are the best. Do you like yeah. ice cream? <laughs> Whatever yes. the dumb question was. That show was great, yeah, man. I yeah. want that shit to come out on Blu-ray. I know. Do you have anyway. all the Blu-rays? Is that how you watch them, or um, do you stream them? It, if they release a Blu-ray for a classic cartoon, I'll try to snag it. If they put some stuff out on DVD, I'll try to snag it as well. Like I have Dexter Live season one on DVD. DVD. I don't think they did two and beyond. Yeah. So it's kind of frustrating of like, ah, they, where's they, the rest of it? They, where's yeah. the rest of it? Yeah. And then OKKO okay, Let's Be Heroes has this frustrating thing where they put out a DVD with like a handful of episodes, Some episodes from gotcha. all over the season. Hate and I'm like, shit. just give me season one. Yeah. Hate that shit. Annoying. Anyway, yeah. Annoying. Anyway. Annoying. Yeah. Annoying. Okay. Now the final question from JC Pineda, who's in the Gritos group. <laughs> Sup, carnales? What does that mean? Homies, oh, okay. uh, like chiefs, mm-hmm. cool, whatever. Cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Long time follower here. Almost positive. The first video I watched was a reaction review to Avengers Age of Ultron. That one can got we, a lot of followers. Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Most people I get. I know. That are like, it's hey, the man, first video we I've ever been did. watching you since Age of Ultron. No, it's not. That was it's the first not... trailer reaction we did. Then that must the wa- first that must trailer. Be why. That that and then we why. then we did the okay. third trailer okay. too. The, the, but, yeah. then it, but it, then they did like a review. I was wondering reaction why that review. one was yeah. like that one was because we did there. like film pendant stuff and yeah, then superhero yeah, yeah. news yeah. stuff. But that one was superhero news. The, one that hit. Okay. the first okay. thing we did aside from the actual show, wow. the first trailer reaction we did was Avengers: Age of Ultron. Wow. Oh, okay. But this is the review that JC's talking about. right? Well, that's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Good. Good times. Good times. Anyway, my question for you is what comic slash movie slash cartoon etc was the one that got you irreversibly into the world of superheroes and pushed you past the point of no return Mm. the one that made you realize that there was no looking back and that these characters and their stories were an intricate part of your life and do you remember what you felt at the time keep kicking ass and taking names mis amigos love what you're doing and can't help but think about all the good things to come thanks to the potentiality the hard work <laughs> and passion you pour into said work. A fan from the frozen tundra that's Minneapolis, Minnesota, by the way of Mexico City, Dang, Juan Carlos Piñera. Nice, right. nice, nice. Holding it down in Minneapolis. That is a heavy-ass question Mexican to brother. ask 
Six-year-old Augustine. I know. Six I know. to eight-year-old so Augustine. I, like, it, you're totally right. I yeah. don't think I have the answer from when I was six, but here's no. what I do remember. When I was six, yeah. Spider-Man the Animated Series, along with Batman the Animated Series, sure. even though that one was a little bit maybe older for me, mm-hmm. but Spider-Man. But, and I liked those cartoon shows, and I liked you know learning about the comic books and, 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 and kind of dipping my toe into it. But really, it wasn't until sort of middle school, high school, right. mm, where, right, where right. I think JC's talking about the never looking back, right. where I was reading Ultimate Spider-Man by Brian Michael Bendis, where it was the modern retelling of Peter Parker, and I went... God, I love this mm-hmm. right. character. Because remember, in '90s comics, Spider-Man was it was up and down, yeah. and he was still kind of like crazy. a grown-up. But then the first Spider-Man movie, yeah, when that came out in 2002, yeah. even maybe even X-Men One in 2000, but really Spider-Man Two was the one that hit when that came out. And I was like a sophomore in high school. It became, I'm never looking back. This is right, it. Right, this right. is you know, th- I, I love these characters and yeah. I love these worlds. So Spidey in a big way, but again, Batman the Animated Series mm-hmm. and Batman Beyond, those are dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think for me, it probably was. It's kind of been since I was three, and I don't, I can't remember how exactly I, I stumbled upon Superman and Batman. I know I got the comic book, but I don't know if that was just my mom being like, oh, here's a fun Christmas present, a comic right, book, right, right. or if it was something that I had seen prior to that, because I remember watching the old George Reeves show, and I'm loving that, but I also remember watching the movies, so I don't know exactly like where it started. But it was definitely Superman, and it was Batman, and it was their movies. Mm-hmm. I watched Superman 4, or no, Superman 2. I watched it all the time because we had it recorded on VHS. I watched it awesome. all the damn time. Awesome. Same yeah. thing with Batman. And then I actually went back and watched Superman 4, mm-hmm. Superman the movie, and then Superman 3. Mm-hmm. So I had like a really weird introduction to Superman because it was kind of like it was not in chronological order. Yeah, of course. Um, but I was reading some of the comics and, and, and stuff, but it was definitely – I think like 1990 was really when it was like, I love these characters. And then because of characters like Superman and Batman, I discovered Wonder Woman and Robin. Then Batman the Animated Series happened, and that blew up like my obsession with Batman into the 90s. And then we had uh, Superman the Animated Series, Justice Mm -hmm. League, Batman Mm -hmm. Beyond, all that. So it's like that stuff was – that hooked me into superheroes, particularly DC heroes. And then it really was X-Men 1 that got me into the Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. There you go. Mine was a long progression, and I don't know if I can tell it correctly. Uh, it started off with Ninja Turtles. Yes. Mm. Ninja Turtles, and then a buddy of mine, his older brother, he was – we were probably about like six or seven at the time, and he was probably like in his mid-20s, like early 30s. And I would go over to his house to play uh, Sega, mm-hmm. and his brother would have all these comic books laid out, and I'm like – whoa, what's this? And I saw Wolverine, and that's the first thing that, like, attracted me mm, to it. And I yep. was like, fuck, that's so cool. Yeah. He was just a little s- scrappy guy. So then that happened, and then all of a sudden um, I started realizing that you can collect Marvel cards. And so I have this I, – I, I'm going to bring it next week. My pack of 1995 Marvel Flare cards, almost a complete set, still from 1995. Um, and so that I like – the reason I – didn't realize I knew so much is because I would sit there and stare at these cards for hours <laughs> and read the backs of them because I yeah. wanted to know what these people were. Mm-hmm. And it would have a short description mm-hmm. and a cool little power bar to tell you like, oh, this guy's got energy blast, but he's low on mm-hmm. intelligence, but he's high in agility or That's something cool. like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's really cool. But it was confusing because it literally jumped all over the place. Yeah. There's like mm-hmm. four different versions of Wolverine, like six different Doctor Stranges. And so I didn't know what the fuck I was yeah. looking at. <laughs> and so after that, uh, what was it? I think I didn't really like 
realize how much I had absorbed until we started talking about all this stuff. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you were like, oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah I exactly. That. I was like, oh, I didn't know this would come in handy it's, it's later cards, on. Man. Yeah. It was the cards, but also comic book, like my mom taking me to the library and like me cool. kind of delving into it. The first comic book I ever bought on my own was The Death of Superman when it came out, and that made a whole big deal. And then after that, I just kind of like comics were very intimidating to get into at yeah. the time. And so yeah. I didn't really know what to go for. Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of like still pouring over my cards, still trying to figure out. I loved the death of Superman because it came with uh, the Superman's greatest hits too. So like mm-hmm. a big old collection of like the best stories of Superman. Was it the and one so, where he's flying in front of the Statue of Liberty on the yes, cover? Yes. That was the first book I ever had. Right. Wow. See, I see? still have it. That's wow. such a still good book, man. That's cool. Yep. It's such a good book. And That's so, how I found out about everything. Right. And through there, it was kind of like my entry point because I realized that Superman did have this history of mm-hmm. like yep. things did happen in order and they were trying to get a semblance of his life, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was still, like you could tell the artist change and writers yeah. change mm-hmm. and everything and so it was still a little bit intimidating but i didn't realize how much i had absorbed until like as grown-ups we started yeah. talking about this mm-hmm. stuff and i'm like oh i'm kind of a giant nerd <laughs> i'm All this really shit came just in a handy. giant nerd yeah thank god that's awesome <laughs> yep. yeah and yep. so it's long story short it's yeah. been a whole progression there was not one major moment yeah. that made me realize that like oh fuck this is it. Yeah. Right. It yeah. was, yeah, it's, it's a long over time. I got to find yeah. that comic. I have it somewhere at home. You should keep it. I, yeah, I have it. I know, I know I kind of met, I may have like torn out a page because yeah. I used to, I used to like taking, <laughs> I used to like looking at the comic uh-huh. books and drawing yes. the comic book characters. Right, right, right. And so sometimes I would accidentally like tear a page on. I was like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, so uh, I think, yeah, I think yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Fucked it up a little bit. That's okay. It's all okay. good. Yeah, we'll buy you a new one. I'll look for my copy and I'll give it to you. Oh, if I can well, find nice. it. Yeah. Or I can just get it on Amazon or for like five dollars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but guys, thank you so much for submitting all the questions. We really, really appreciate you guys submitting so many great questions. It's nice to see new people on the Patreon. If you want to join the Patreon, go to patreon.com/hyperrpg. We've got a whole bunch of really fun stuff on there. Uh, we may have potentially unlocked a new tier or a new goal for oh, this really? month. Doing Patreon only Q and A's. Oh, okay. Uh, okay cool. You know, we've been cool. we've been wanting to do, and I think it's an opportunity for us to do an episode just devoted to answering your guys' questions instead of just doing them at the last like yeah. 25, 30 yeah. minutes of the show. Even though sometimes they, we go a lot longer. Uh, you know, <laughs> last week, long I long think long. last week it was like another hour of answering yeah. people's questions. Yeah. Uh, but it's a whole lot of fun, and we and we love doing stuff uh, for you guys and with you guys. Yes. And, you know, as soon as we have more information about when we're going to potentially tackle this DC timeline video, you know, yeah, that's we'll see in, how it goes. It's in the works. It's in the works. It's in the works. I think I definitely think it's something that we're going to tackle after Comic Con. Hopefully, getting a better idea of kind of what this universe is is going to present to us mm-hmm. but in the meantime let us know all your comments and everything that we talked about are you excited about Robert Pattinson which of his movies have you seen that you actually really really enjoyed and you're going to see some of the new ones that he's got coming out he's got a great movie coming out called The Lighthouse mm-hmm. and he's going to be in the new Christopher Nolan movie Tenet mm-hmm. so I'm really looking forward to seeing what he brings to those roles and I hope that you go check those out when they come out yeah. so you're not just somebody online who's just like yes. oh the Twilight guy right, and like right, yeah, yeah, yeah. please do your homework he's and, got so many movies on Amazon Prime and too and one more thing I kind of since I kind of went long with my superhero origin story yeah. write your superhero origin yeah. story in the comics yeah. let's Let's know how you yeah. got here and what got you to this point. Yeah, I love to know all that stuff. Yeah, I would love Great. to know, especially yeah. if you're like, if you're a a, a brand new fan to this right, like right, genre. Right. Sure. What right, was right. the book, movie, or cartoon that you were like, damn, I get it now. I, I get like why I get why people was are really it Endgame or was it please, whatever? Back from- please don't make me feel old and say Endgame. <laughs> 
Please don't make me feel old and be like Spider Man to the Spider Verse was yeah, the first. Spider Verse was my first, first one. But you're first so Spider-Man old. Movie I saw yeah. in, in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> I hope that moment's an Aladdin movie. I want to go see Aladdin just for that. So I'll be like, whoever old. they got to play the Sultan, he better break character at one point. And go. Yeah. But you're so old. <laughs> The princess will be mine. Oh, man. Princess will be mine. <laughs> I'm going to go home and watch Aladdin now. Uh, that would be amazing. But thank you guys so much for watching. Yeah. Check out all the other videos we're doing here on Hyper RPG. Subscribe if you haven't already. And also check out the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else where podcasts are sold. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.